Hey everyone, welcome back to Two Vegan Idiots. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean with a peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, just tucked in, mate. Um, we um, are... What am I saying we are for? I don't know why I've just started a sentence. I have no <laughs> idea where it was going. Welcome back to the new episode. <laughs> just start daydreaming. My, head, my head's we gone, are... man. Um, Hannah keeps doing it. Obviously, she's even more tired than me because she's sort of, you know, still breastfeeding in the night and stuff. But shit, man, she would just start a sentence and just not finish it. <laughs> she would just leave it out. Just it's like I'm sitting, it's like living with a fucking somebody just like leaves you on cliffhangers at the end of everything they say. In the next episode. Yeah. But um anyway, welcome back to this week's episode. Or this week's probably I think we're gonna release a couple this week because we actually have got around to it. But um we are joined by Essex's finest, Josh James. I've just given him that uh nickname. He is lo- Essex's finest. He is. He's a lovely guy, funny comedian, lives out in deep, dark Onger in Essex, which is I went to for the first time last week. Sounds like somewhere in Norway. It does, I've doesn't it? I've never heard of it. It um, took me as long to get to as somewhere in Norway, to be honest. <laughs> it's not gone. It's not on like, there's no train station. I never like, how can there somewhere not have a train station that's not, you know, somewhere you get away to? You know what I mean? Like the somewhere in like the middle of the bloody peak it's weird isn't it like why don't just build a train station mate yeah get some tracks connect it to another one that's how it works <laughs> oh, man. it's, that sim- it's literally that it. simple electrics, <laughs> mate um but yes it's a fun episode we just had a chat uh, about a bunch of stuff and um enjoy it uh, we'll release another episode later in the week. We're going to do a shout out to all our heavyweights and above patrons. You can sign up at patreon.com forward slash two vegan idiots. Um, there was a fun little, we put um, not only a catch up from the weekend on there, but this week we put a little thing where we did a gig together last week. And we had a little we'll start doing more backstage stuff on it as well. It's quite fun, isn't it? Yeah, it was fun actually. We could do video backstage videos and stuff. We could. Especially when other acts are dying on their arse. <laughs> We're going to do commentary over other comedians <laughs> while they're on stage. <laughs> when I'm dying, we'll just can in some laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just sit at the back laughing into the microphone. <laughs> just one laugh. Just duplicate <laughs> the laughter. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, I, can I, I need to plug something. I'm doing a, on the 5th of November, Guy Fawkes Night. I'm doing an sh- hour show at Top Secret Comedy Club. It will be early. It's like sort of 6.30, I believe. So it's just, it'll be the first show in. So, you know, it'd be nice and quiet. You know, if you're, it's all COVID uh, friendly and, you know, basically. Got if you wanna... COVID all over it. You know, <laughs> man, it's nice and cosy. I'm doing a COVID special where we all get it. <laughs> um, no, it's all going to be socially distanced and masks, all that's business getting in and out. And like, it will be, you know, it's only a small 6.30 show. It's free to get in but you've got to go on the top secret website and reserve a you've seat. You've got to pay to get out. <laughs> you've got to pay to try and masks are 50 my material. <laughs> Merch, mate. I might do some Carl Donnelly masks. Uh, but yeah, so that is going to be happening. Come along and it'll be fun. I might actually record it and put it online. I might come to it, actually. Yeah, do. It'll be fun. What, is it, what night of the week is it? I don't know. Let me have a look. Fifth and Nov. Fifth and Nov is a Thursday. So there we go. Cool. Um, anyway. Uh, book your tickets to that kick back and enjoy us chatting to Josh James two vegan idiots oh. alright we're back two vegan idiots Carl Donnelly here Julian Dean and um, comedian and from the looks of it lower league football manager Josh James 
Premier League. I'm very good. I'm all right. I've got a game in about an hour. Yeah. So. <laughs> got, got training in an hour. You basically <laughs> go and do a pep talk in the changing rooms. <laughs> you're, wearing, uh, get... you're wearing a sports gilet and yeah. all with a black underlayer, black cap. You look, yes. you, yeah, you've got a real sort of sports and short manager. shorts. Uh, what's the? Very, did you know? Did you notice the shorts when I stood up earlier? I did as you stood up. Yeah, yeah strong really, legs, yeah. man. I was that yeah, why? Because yeah, I just I'm, I laughed when you put a blanket over your legs. We've never had a we've yeah. never had a guest put a blanket over their legs before. We Comics <laughs> are into uh, people we talk to tend to be under seventy five. I man, these shorts. I've Is got, it the I old arthritis playing up again? So say that again about they've got a what crotch? No, they. I think they shrunk in the wash. They're like running shorts, like yeah. Nike running shorts, and obviously they're small at the best now they're time. They're speedos. But... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're very. Uh, oh, oh, I was going to actually name Daisy them. Duke. Say, it makes me look like a very famous football coach, but I coach has had the no, I won't, bits I won't. out. It's too, early. it's too early for that. Who was um, it? Was it Gary Lineker who took a shit on the pitch? Back in the oh, day, uh, uh, I think it was Lineker. I, don't know. I think it, that was I me. Thought... <laughs> that was a shit in your pants. <laughs> uh, I did pull my over child on football ground once when it was uh, broke in there, like with my mates. Oh God, who else did uh, the poo? You do Paul? like, you like football, Julian? You know what? I don't actually. <laughs> No. I, grew up, I mean, I grew up around it. Like all my mates, Italy. couple of my mates. Weird way of answering that question, pro- like as if it's a really serious topic. I don't know. People think that I'm into it though, because I, I guess I look like a footballer. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> not really. I, not, I do not agree. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a, I look like a footballer's wife. <laughs> Um, um, you, you obviously you've are. You've got a footballer's physique. You're very yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, a top <laughs> level, not top level. I can do about five kick-ups. Yeah. Really? That's 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 but I can good. do the Karate Kid bird kick. That's unrelated <laughs> to football, totally. <laughs> it's also, it's a, it's a dog shit karate move. It would never have worked in the He's real world. He's rubbish, that um, Ralph Macchio, isn't he? Have you, either of you, watched Cobra Kai? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. He should have I mean, at least had some karate lessons. Don't, uh, Josh, don't watch it. I'm, I'm going to say it's that. It's like Home and Away with well, karate in it. I've heard, it's basically, I've heard it's very good. I've heard, one of my closest friends said to me, mate, you need to watch Cobra Kai. It's amazing. And it's nostalgic, isn't it? Yeah, and I, but you get the nostalgia wears off after two episodes and you're left with just a bad show. And like, it's just not very well made. yeah. Not very well acted, like it's just not very the good. Blonde guy's not bad actor, I don't Not think. bad, but like it's not, you're not, you know, in a way where you could watch The Sopranos or The West Wing or something. Why waste your time watching something where the acting's not bad? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The West watch... Wing, is that with um, Kevin Dogeezer that was um, no. run for all the stuff? <laughs> Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Yeah, I know that's the like diplomatic um, way you talked around it. Is that the geezer who um the the, the, the got dumb for being a <laughs> the I, don't think he, I don't think he was no, he just it was more um allegations of being a bit handsy. Alleg- I thought it was handsy yeah. with some with some youths. Was he? Handsy with some young roadmen. <laughs> um, I thought he was handsy <laughs> with a young, like underage guy or oh, something. I don't know. Isn't that the thing? Let's just put that out there anyway. He hasn't come back from it, has he? He hasn't come back from it. 
No. I mean, he's he's a fucking good actor, Kevin Spacey, isn't he? He is. I mean, I mean, yeah. just ridiculous. But it's a weird. Like, I know. I know a couple of people that have done. You know, been involved when he was at the old Vic, um, and you know they were they were young. He actors. owns it, don't you're saying? No, no, he was like the creative director of it. Oh right. And they, you know, he was he was notorious for like if you're a young gay actor. You know, any sort of after party, mate, you were just like... Where was he when I was fucking 14? How come no one told me that? Do you know what I mean? I'd have been all up and in there in my Daisy Dukes, mate. <laughs> Doing my Shakespeare. Um, but back to how you're dressed, Josh. Is that just a, yeah. a daily thing? Because so, when I've gigged with you, you've always, you're similar to me. You, you like a flat cap or a baker boy or a news... news yeah. Boy. I mean, a lot... Well, a lot I wear a lot of hats just because I've got like, oh, to be honest, no one ever, well, my hair is a bit of a, a bit of a mess, to be honest. You know, it's very thick, it's very bushy. Yeah. So, like, obviously, sometimes I can be bothered to do it. Other times, I just stick hats on, and I like yeah. wearing a hat. And yeah. on stage, I wear like a flat cap, but I, I very and I wear caps around the house. But I generally just wear sports gear unless I'm I'm gigging. What's I'm the matter with your hair on. then? What you don't. What your hair's quite hard to do, so you just put a cap on, you mean? Yeah, yeah, I'll have to blow dry it and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but what, what's, the, what's the logic behind wearing a cap around your own house? Surely there's, that's one place you're allowed to not have. Your hair can be whatever it is. If I, if I see myself in the mirror and I think, oh, no. <laughs> that's like putting a mask on, you can't be bothered to brush your teeth, innit? I so fucking, like, yeah. me, me and Hannah were walking back from friends yesterday, and on our road, we saw somebody knock at a house. And the guy opened the door in his own house wearing a mask. I was like, fucking mate, there's being careful and there's being too careful, you know what I mean? He's scared of yeah, he's like when you see people driving. With a mask on, isn't it? I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, just driving, just sitting at, sitting at traffic lights with Pete. I, yeah. I feel like a bit of a pussy inside, but I still do it. What do you mean, in the car? No, just like in anywhere, like with a mask on. I feel what like do you mean? In the, public, you know, there's the no maskers. I feel like they're looking at me, thinking you fucking sheep. What? Yeah, but yeah. Then when I haven't got a mask on, I feel like I'm being judged more. But I don't mind where I think they look all right, to be honest. I feel very torn between like I've got a load of mates who are like, I mean, I've not got one fucking GCSE, but they're like, mate, it's I'm like, I don't really want like, and I feel, and uh, when I got a mask on, I feel bad, you know. I'm thinking, but uh, to be honest, no one fucking knows, do they? No, but it no, seems to be the people that are the less educated. I think it's the odds down with social distancing, with sanitising. Yes, yeah, a mask on its I own. Agree. I've got, yeah, I, I know people that like, yeah, just are not, not clever enough to be talking about yeah uh, epid fucking demiology whatever virology <laughs> yeah it's like it's madness like i i had i weirdly i did a gig in town a couple of saturdays ago at the 99 club which is right on basically it's on trafalgar square it's at the bottom of charing cross road and uh and i came i, I had a mask on inside obviously that was the rules you have to wear masks when you're not sort of either on stage or sitting and drinking and i came out of the gig with my mask on and I must, there must have been some anti-maskers from the Trafalgar Square march things still kicking about. Because I honestly walked out the door, I, I walked two foot, and then a bloke went, you're outside, mate, you don't need to wear a mask anymore. And I was like, all right, mate. <laughs> fuck's just fucking walk, yeah. I literally was like, I've just walked out of the door with it on, you melt. Fucking, 
It's oh yeah, it's just yeah. It's, some people just like some people are taking it a bit too seriously, haven't they? I know it's I know it's a pandemic, but I think you know there is grounds to be there's still nuance for the thing that I'll wear a mask because they, they they suggest it makes it better and the, the rules are yeah yeah what's the harm in sticking a mask on? Well, that's there's it. It's like, like... Always err on the side of caution, isn't it? But I think like, they look all right, genuinely like. Well, look pretty, yeah. Cool. Yeah, people, does, they're nutters, you like. Yeah, I what, think I wear it well. You know? Wear a muzzle. I was before wearing a mask. I was walking around the street, going "fuck the queen, fuck the police." Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I'm not, yeah. I'm not sort of. It's not stopped me. I'm still talking with it on. It's not like there's, still there's, a, at there's, people. A, there's a piece of graffiti near me. I went to the shop the other day, and someone's graffitied on the wall: "Take your mask off, um, or keep your mask on, and uh, and throw away your children's future, or something like that." It's yeah, like really yeah. extreme, like as if if you. Fucking wearing Who's the mask. the one out thing? doing graph in the middle of the night. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. You <laughs> <laughs> ain't got the kids that Who's weekend. He's getting so. his spray cans out and fucking tagging his yeah. area up still at fucking 42. <laughs> Telling you how to parent your kids. It's like you're doing tags on brick walls. <laughs> write a blog, mate. I'm going to do graph. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it is like, that is. You know, it's a it's a sort of we've sort of joked about here on it, on here, Julian, about when you some of the guys you meet who are like anti-maskers, all they've got a whiff of like weed life's gone them. a bit shit. They've got a whiff of weed and divorce <laughs> about of, a minute. You know what I mean? On the wife's taken the kids and they just got too much time on their hands, so they've yeah, just got yeah. to YouTube. They couldn't afford a three grand yeah. road bikes. Just... <laughs> 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 and Trafalgar Square with their QAnon mates. <laughs> I don't ever feel confidently speaking anything about, uh, about speaking about anything that confidently or being that opinionated about exactly. anything. Even like comedy, I feel like I'm pretty knowledgeable when it comes to that. But even that, I'll leave one foot out. I'll be like, well, that's just my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, when yeah, you get yeah. people that are like, no, this is how it is, I think you, you're <laughs> fucking mental. <laughs> like, you're, you're not all there. Yeah. I think the stupider they are, though, the more confident they are in their arrogance. Yeah, you know it's I mean? scary. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's one thing. I've, the more I learn about stuff, the more I, the more, it's an old thing that, you know. The more you realise you don't know. Exactly. It's the old that, that, yeah. Yeah, saying that, like, you know, well, yeah, the, the less you know, the more you think you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once exactly. you become aware. I remember really, when I started out I know, doing stand up and I talked to people, and like, like when I first started, we'd been doing comedy like three, four years. And I'd be like, you on telly yet? And they'd be like, no. I'd be like, oh, this guy must be shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that conversation. <laughs> not, I didn't know you said that after. not though. realizing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like complete donut. Like, well, like when you're new, you know all the rules. Oh, you can't do that subject. That's been done. This, that, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. There's all these yeah. open, open mic rules, aren't there? You're like, fuck it. Yeah. Mate, some of the people man. you meet in those early days is oh. just fucking mental. I, ironically, yeah. like, a lot of people, I think, assume that comedian, like being a comedian, like you're surrounded by a lot of egos, a lot of arseholes. And actually, I've always Thanks. said you you meet, you know, sort of most of them you meet are on the open mic circuit. Normally, by the time yeah. people are professional, they've had to drive to all ends of the country to die in front of, you know, they're grounded. People. Yeah, you see, so you just learn to have sort of check yourself. You still meet the odd ego nut who's like made it, but actually, most most comedians of a level, you know, are um, are all right. I think we're not, you know, we're not as yeah, 
annoying as we could, we could it humbles you a bit doesn't it like a few years on the yeah especially when you've had like the number of deaths you've had (laughs) 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 the most down-to-earth comedian on earth i didn't know there was any other audience reaction (laughs) (laughs) that's the funny one though when you you know when you meet a sort of real you know this is horrible but when you meet a comic who isn't very self-aware of how good they are and like you watch them do a gig that you're watching there. And I think we've talked about on this before about you watch it thinking, fuck man, that's, oh, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be a tough one to take. And they come off and you're like, yeah, they were lovely. And you're like, oh, God. yeah, yeah. What is your bar? I think a lot of people, when, when they are used to acting before, they're not used to an audience reaction. So they just think that's normal. <laughs> like they do a lot of acting. They're used to just a camera with no noise yeah, yeah. coming out of it. Or like a theater or whatever they do. They're just used to performing in front of a silent audience. <laughs> And then when they do that for 20 minutes, they're like, yeah, no, they were great. No one, no one left. Uh, <laughs> Stunk the room uh, out. Like. It's funny when you see someone what? giving you advice. When I was new, there was like, I forget his name, but he was like, been going years and he was, I was driving to a gig and he was telling me he knew everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got oh. there, he headlined and he just bombed <laughs> on his ass. It was so funny. I had it with, um, <laughs> I remember doing my first ever, a pro, like my first ever actual like open spot gig. I went, I did this little stand up workshop, and we did a, a workshop, but it was just us and a few friends. But I, um, I then my first proper gig was at the Amused Moose Laugh Off, and uh, I did and, my first gig with them. Yeah, yeah, and I, but I'd was not that done the three the, minutes. Yeah, so do... I'd not done the Amused Moose course or nothing. I was totally fresh, I'd, and I was basically. I remember one of the guys who was doing it had been going a few years. His name is Ashley Freeze. I remember uh, him. Yeah, yeah I don't Guitar. know if he does anything. Yeah. A bell. And he, um, and this isn't a dig at Ashley. He was just a newish app. He'd been going like a year or sort of 18 months. And like, I went on stage and it was like my first ever just gig in a normal cl- comedy gig. And, you know, it went pretty well. And I came off stage and then he gave me like, he sort of went, you know, it was, well, it was quite good, you know, for the first gig. He just gave me all these other bits of advice. And I was listening like, oh, man, this is so kind of him. This guy has been going a year <laughs> giving me advice. And then he I went on. write this down. Can I just grab a pen? Hold that <laughs> But then he went on. I was behind the bar for a pen quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but then he went on and fucking died. I was like, hang on a sec. <laughs> having this advice. And that's not, again, I'm not. You just I'm not, throw the notes in the bin. I'm though. not having a go at Ashley there I'm just saying that I am it undermines your advice a bit when you do worse than the person you've just given advice to <laughs> that happened yeah. a lot though to me what, like, that, people you've, giving... I was gonna say how long have you been going Josh uh it'll be like fucking seven years next year six half seven years so mate even now though like like I said, I'm not conf- I don't have the confidence in myself to give someone an advice. So even if they were to ask me for it, I will I always think, especially with like stand-up, it's such an individual thing. It's like yeah, yeah. pure vision, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. look, someone could give you advice, but that, that's not your you know, you do what you want to do. Totally. You've got to be yeah, right exactly. Yeah, it's like you know, I've yeah. I, if I ever give people advice, it's normally to that. It's basically just don't listen to anything. Just go and do just your don't own do thing. Don't do it You'll anymore. Work it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my advice is get a proper job. You fucking thief. <laughs> <laughs> Wasting everyone's time. <laughs> I've never had the guts to do that. You know, when you see an act who's new, but you can just tell they ain't gonna. They ain't got it. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, just, yeah. you do sometimes. You can't. Sometimes there are people that surprise you and they kick on a bit. But I've seen acts that I, I would bet 
everything I own, but they are not ever going to become a professional stand-up comedian. And that's yeah. horrible. But I would never deter them because like, they still got to do what they want to do. And if they love doing open mic gigs and that, it's good, good yeah. on them. But, you know, some comics are just brutal, man. They're just that said, I've, I've seen some comics, like, first couple of years, I think, fucking hell, you're so bad. Like, and then, <laughs> 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 it'd be funny if you could just say that as they exactly. come off. Fuck you know, so bad. But then, but then, like, in, like in a couple of years, where they grafted it, you know, yeah. they put the really work in. If you look at him and you think, oh bless you, you're still giving it a go, but like, <laughs> but then you see him two years later, and you're like, oh no, you're actually fucking yeah, yeah. terrible now. Yeah, yeah, you know? definitely, man. Yeah. So. I mean, they, they don't like... ever go on to do anything. They they're always be shit, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they go on to do it. <laughs> but they work really hard, you know. Right? Starting, no, I'm starting on... to uh, work out why you don't give advice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get a sense that maybe... It's, I might know, not ask yeah. you for any advice. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? They go on to actually be half decent. Yeah. No, it is, I think, you know. And there is a, there is room for that, I think, and, you know. It's you can't not. There's so many gigs in this country. Obviously, sadly, at the minute, not it's that's not happening. But when at its peak, this comedy circuit in this country is ridiculously big. Like you compare it to any other country, and it's far outshines them. Like every little town's got a gig. Every city's like major cities got a couple of comedy clubs. Like that is out. That's unheard of, right? So I do. You can't have every gig every single night of the week loaded up with. Michael McIntyre is just smashing the Julian shit Julian Dean's, oh. Richard But you know, there's going to yeah. be a pecking order of like, <laughs> you've got the top elite sort of types, the, the TV comics, and you. you've got like, you know, elite club comics. You no, know, there is room for people that are just going to be decent comics, you know, going around. Yeah. I'm not one of these sort of purists. I know some people that just really get angry when people are average at comedies. But what I, what I, I find is the funny thing of when they, you know, when you do meet one who doesn't realise where they are in the in the pecking order you know what i mean it's, it's quite re- <clears throat> it's quite refreshing sometimes to see like old school style as well now i love it did you watch yeah. i watched britain's got talent last night and steve royal was on it and steve is a good old-fashioned like almost end of the pier style comedian he juggles a bit but does oh, yeah. a bit of like physical did he stuff get a top three? he got top three it's great yeah he was in the waistcoat yeah 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 and like steve's just been around for years i've done gigs up in the sort of manchester area and all that with him he's lovely genuinely sure like, lovely. i know him like, yeah and like you know it's just yeah it was nice it's, it was quite refreshing. i watched his set and i was like this is just funny man there's no he, all he's doing is trying to have a laugh and yeah it's very yeah light. yeah love that it's not, you know, I know I can be wanky. That old school entertainment, show. almost like that, you know, sort of Tommy Cooper-esque, that sort of like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's not a lot of people that, you know, sort of, yeah, don't think there's enough people doing that sort, you know. No, not at all. And I think my generation, just the generation just before me were the ones that ruined it. We were all the ones that got obsessed with going to Edinburgh and talking about our mental health problems. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we've now caused this wave of new acts and now every fucking one of them's got a problem they want to share with, like guys oh, got mate, OCD. Yeah, and it's like, tweet about it. No, it's not even proper OCD. They just like fucking like don't like if a book's sticking out from their shelf or something. Yeah. You know, I know people that have got it's OCD. It's mad, isn't it? You think, why the mad? some people lose sight of why people go to comedy clubs and it's like for a bit of escapism yeah you know like people (laughs) don't want just come in for a laugh mate we're not a fucking group therapy (laughs) yeah people don't want to be hearing about fucking dead relatives and shit you know they want to totally just want to enjoy themselves but but i feel partially responsible i know because i know i was part of that generation you know i don't get me wrong my show i've always made sure even when i've done edinburgh shows that have 
bit of pathos and a bit like, well, yeah, I've been sad this year. <laughs> They're always sort of, there's enough of a, a, a piss takeness to them where I'll sort of undercut this, any sincerity to say, like, I get I'm also just on stage for an hour of co- do, being, doing comedy. So I've never gone for the sad end to a show. Because I, I don't mm, want people walking out. Not on out. purpose. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I've done it yeah. accidentally at every corporate I've ever done. But um, I, yeah, I think I'd always want people to walk out happy from a show. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't want. Well, I remember yeah. doing going to one show in Edinburgh. It's an American comic, and uh, it's getting all five stars in that. And I'm like, I'm gonna go to that, you know. And then coming out, and it was I can think count about three jokes off the top of my head. <laughs> And I come out and people were going to me, Quarrel, wasn't that powerful? And I was like, ah, it's fucking big. It was expensive. But I'm not like, oh, fuck, you made me want to go jump off a bridge, you know. Like, like, yeah. I think. It's you know, that thing as well. I know a lot of comics that are like quite, um, you know, I like, I like the fact that comics can do whatever they want. But like, if I genuinely want to see a powerful show, I'll go and see some theatre. Me or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get a bell, watch... you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> shows are powerful in that they're so short. I've got extra time in my day to get on with stuff. <laughs> Julian, the highlights of a show. <laughs> That's your Edinburgh show is a best of, but like when it's a sort of five minute, you know, laughing pre- horse. Previously set. on Julian Dean. That's what your show should be called. And it's just a catch up. Julian, I like the. We gigged, I gigged last night with Julian and he'd done, he'd done this new joke about... Or is it a new joke about the guy, the, the meme guy, the big dick it guy? Weren't really a, it weren't really... I was just kind of riffing a bit, yeah. Oh, was like, oh. Yeah, it work? Yeah. I was surprised not, at how many people had not heard about it. I was just talking to them about, like, lockdown and that and I said about big dick guy and no one had heard of him <laughs> I was like, what was it? Was it just me getting the fucking That's messages? It's such a funny... Big dick. It's just a funny sentence to say if people don't know the reference. You're just yeah, chatting about, oh, you know, right. about big dick guy. And it's like so there's all these like middle class. They were quite middle class, <laughs> weren't they? Just looking yeah, at me, asking them if they were getting the big dick fucking. I mean, photos. I was sending that big dick They're guy like, no. my, like every time I got a big dick guy one at the start of the day, I was sending it straight to my mum, and it done her every time. She's like. Josh, you're going to have to stop doing this. <laughs> Just call a family <laughs> meeting. <laughs> oh, I think lockdown yeah. is really affecting Josh. Yeah. <laughs> He's sending me big cocks. <laughs> This guy sitting on the bed, Josh is just obsessed with <laughs> I mean, he's got a massive cock. Uh, it was, was so funny. Yeah. They even did one about Biden with a fly on his head. Did you see that one? <laughs> you zoom into the fly and it's big dick guy. <laughs> oh, shit. I never got tired of it. No, it's because it's sort of, it's almost a never ending joke, isn't it? There'll always be oh, a place for it to go. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so it. good. It's just, I think, I think it's that thing of like. That, that guy died, do you know that? He's, he's died. Yeah. yeah. He died before all this. Like, he didn't he never. Died before sit. all it, yeah. yeah. So it's, all, it's almost like, it's quite a lovely tribute, really. So. I think it is. I genuinely, I, yeah. I, I, his family were trying to get money from it, but it, it's not. Commission on a meme, a WhatsApp <laughs> meme. Let's have a whip round. No, but I see, uh, like, it's that thing of, I know, I, I saw a few 
hot takes on it where people were saying like this is actually really offensive this guy's dead and you know it's sort of and i was i genuinely think it's the opposite you know like he, fuck off well yeah yeah he did what do you think he, he do you think he was ashamed of what he had that photo I mean, suggested he stood there he like, posed for that photo what a lovely thing that he's like even after he's passed away his dick can be celebrated oh, no, exactly. <laughs> what a dick though do you know what i mean and but it's that thing as well like he would be he became a sort of a, a, some, a, a thing of fun like in the sense of he gave us yeah. a laugh during the most bleak year of like the modern era there's yeah. something yeah. nice about it genuinely i think i know it sounds like trying to read too much into yeah. it it's that a crazy is... legacy to have though isn't it it's mental <laughs> that one photo he had sitting on yeah. a bed with his long <laughs> dick dick out <laughs> <laughs> his long, thick, delicious. I mean, his big dick. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, it was. Um, it's fabulous. Just, it's yeah. You know, it is what it is. But I, uh, I'll tell you what I watched. Did anyone see that? I watched the Bill Burr Saturday Night Live. One, I might take one. I might take one as me, an average dick guy, try and get out for the next, <laughs> the next wave. Try and, and get think, that going. You think it's that, and then suddenly it becomes small dick guy. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> hey. What? <laughs> Comics doing joke about small dick guy memes. <laughs> um, what I was saying was, did you? I thought you might have watched it, Julian. Saturday, and Bill Burr did the opening monologue for Saturday Night Live last night. I saw um, a highlight of it. I didn't see the whole thing. It's really it good. good. It's really good. Like it's um, it's very. It's actually quite clever in the sense of he sort of take he, he does a, a relatively. You know, um, just a bit of an obs about cancel culture, which I think he's is sort of like just going to make people go, "Oh, fuck it, we're still talking about this nonsense." But then afterwards, he does a bit about white women, which is really funny. It's about how white women can like can appropriate every single other cause and concern in the world and make it about themselves. Like <laughs> every single big thing that's going on, white women make it about themselves. And then he sort of does a funny observational routine about how white women technically have been, you know, by, by our sides the whole of history. Like every time, every bad thing that white blokes <laughs> have done, they've been sitting next to us, like sort of rolling around in the money. <laughs> and then he, he, just, he tells them just to, he goes, so now you don't get to be part of all these causes. You need to sit down and take your telling off with us, right? <laughs> it's really funny. And then what's happened is loads, like the Saturday Night Live tweeted the, the link to the clip and loads of white women underneath are just getting angry about it. And it's of course exactly, they are. So that's what he, but he did the setup bit about cancel culture, I think, almost as a setup, knowing that that was what was going to happen off the back of the routine. I'd say, yeah, I think, yeah, you know, he's yeah. a smart enough guy. I think he's. Yeah, he's fucking. Looking he, funny, I mean, man. Would you say he's the best, Bill Burr? Well, weirdly, I've I've seen him live the first time he came over, and I saw him in Montreal when I first went over there when I didn't like, he before he was really big, and um, I thought he was incredible. And then, but then mm. I've watched clips of the last couple of bits, and it's not really. You know, I've not loved it as I much th- as the I old stuff. I think Chappelle, like who's working today, Chappelle, Louis C.K. and me. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, I not, think, I mean, you're, Louis... you're not working, though, so that is a different thing. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Louis C.K., you know, the wanking aside, I think, in terms of being <laughs> his craft. <laughs> having, having to add that... As an, having to add that little note, I think does somewhat take away from it, though. <laughs> the wanking aside. 
Um, but, um, I think Chappelle is just on but, fire. But I, I think, think they're all like they're the moment. the sort of in terms of just you know they're, really they're prolific. They're funny, you know. They they're talking about things. Yeah, it's you know they're very good. Prolific, they're doing it on a massive scale. Word, it? Yeah, so I do you think know, I know, the but, way that they turn around those. It's ma- yeah, it's mental. Yeah. It's really good. But like, I do think, yeah, yeah. I think Bilbo's got to be up there, and he, like, it's that that. that I it's saw really him at the Alba Hall last year. It was great, man. And it, uh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, he's just you know, and the fact that he can travel. What's like, that you're drinking there, Julian? I've got these little espresso cups. Oh, um, that was a drinking Ribena. Drinking a got an espresso machine, but where they're so like easy to make. I'm I'm on about five, man. It's too many. Yeah, that's too. Yeah, many. I don't. I'm a tea man. I don't really like coffee. That's what, good. Um, I mean, tea's a bit better for you, I think. But isn't, I remember, mm. um, who is it? Finn Taylor's got a funny routine about, you know, people who say there's more, you know, there's, you know, there's more caffeine in tea than there is in coffee, and which apparently is true, but he then takes down the whole concept of that. But it's, uh, it's yeah, apparently, I think there's more caffeine, but it doesn't seem to have the same effect, in it? Like, I'd say yeah, tea quite... just feels better. Yeah, I can't have a tea too late at night because otherwise I'm just fucking out my nut lying in bed. Yeah, and and it just makes... My brother has a cup of tea. He makes a cup of tea to take to bed to him. And I'm like, you're yeah, mental, mate. Yeah. I'd, I'd either piss the bed or I'd be up half the night. It's, it yeah. Sense, you have right? milk and sugar, Josh, in your tea. I have a, Well, it depends how I'm feeling. I always have milk. Sometimes I like to taste the tea. Sometimes a little, like, little pick-me-up. I'll have a Do you have a like, really <laughs> strong builder's <laughs> tea? Uh, I do have it really strong, actually. Yeah, how did you? How would you guess that? You, you carry really yourself as a man who likes a strong tea. That's like a strong that's how mm. tea and a, <laughs> and a slice of toast in the morning. <laughs> what did you do before Whilst comedy? I'm sitting in my football dugout. <laughs> Sorry. What What did you do before comedy? Um, play football. Actually, funny enough, that's sort of half the reason why I started comedy. Well, I always want to do the stand up, but <clears throat> um, it sort of coincided with I was playing football. Uh, to what, what, what? To what level? Uh, well, I played for a couple. Of, I played for like a team called Haybridge Swifts that was like their under 18s They were like a semi-pro team, but then um, and then I sort of played Essex Olympians. So it's not like nothing really special, but I was all right. But I just it was a hobby, you know. It's not like I was semi-professional or anything, yeah. but it was a hobby. I was fairly decent, but I just could never. Ke- I just with football, I just could never keep my head. I used to fucking lose the plot so often. And um, and basically, the comedy career sort of coincided with me getting banned by the FA. Um, <laughs> That's a funny reason to start comedy. I got, I got banned by the week. FA. For what? Well, the first one was uh, got two yellows, which was unfair, right? And yeah. I fucking got sent off. Anyway, the week after, the ban hadn't come through yet, and we was playing a team called Harold Hill, right? And we were 4-1 up. We ended up losing 5-4. Oh and the fifth goal was in the 90th minute. I scored an own goal. Oh. And, but when of their goals... Was, was it a good goal, though? It's the main thing. <laughs> but I, like, at the end of at the end of full time, I just lost lost the plot with the ref and I chased him out of the car park. So, <laughs> um, I got banned. So well, he, was... ran, he ran, did he? He was yeah, running he from ran. you. Yeah, he ran. Yeah, he ran. He ran <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what yeah. length of ban did you get uh i got it was like 10 game ban oh and then the 200 pound fine but i've just not paid the fine since so <laughs> it's got a bail yeah. after you um, yeah so but um but yeah no, i do like i still enjoy watching football and stuff but uh another kick about now and again five aside but um 
I was gonna I was actually gonna go back playing this year, play the fine, but I went to I went and watched my brother in law and brother play, they play for a Vets team. And uh, I was talking to an old mate man, I was like, Yeah, I think I'd be alright playing football now. I've matured quite a bit and I've calmed down, you know, I'm not really sort of terrified anymore <laughs> and, then, and then my brother-in-law started getting in a rut called this bloke and it was right by me and I fucking ran on the pitch I started like <laughs> I started, started rolling around with this bloke on the floor oh god and, it was just, and I come off the pitch thinking like I'm just a fucking like, what am I like, what an idiot and I thought I can't play football again I just lose you should, should have got lose. into the UFC or something man this is just the trouble though. I'm not really a good fighter. I just, just like you know. Oh, yeah, just just, I've, get, I've had a lot of friends off. over the years who've who are great at getting into fights, <laughs> but once they're yeah. in it, they're in trouble. Not man. too good at sustaining <laughs> yeah, the fight. Yeah, that's me. I've seen your mates go to sleep a couple of times. Yeah. They're really good at ending fights if you count losing as ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's so. just something about the competition of football. Just I don't know. I just well, sort of. Uh, do you know? Um, because like, there's comedian. There's a comedian's football. Um, on it used to go on. It obviously it's it's not happening during lockdown, but on Tuesday mm. afternoons, uh, a bunch of comedians over for years have got together. It's always been a rolling different group of comedians. Like there's always some. Thank Cri- Crystal Palace. That one. Yeah. So there's Crystal Palace, and sometimes it moves around and that, but like. Um, I think it. I think it was Dane Baptiste was the one of the few people to get banned for being too competitive. Like, really? Yeah, he was just getting too stuck in and getting really like angry when like you know when you're losing. He's he's very competitive, Dane. And like, so I think he um he was uh you know sort of I didn't not think, in a few people. Here I think he wanted it to be more real than you know. It's normally just you know kits and winding everyone up and. You know, sort I'll of. Play, other, there's other competitive type though, but um, like sort of, there's a few greedy guts as well. Russell Howard's got sticky feet. Let's just say that. Really. <laughs> I, I play with some comedians now and again on a Sunday. They got one going in Shoreditch, and uh, I don't really use my rag with that because, uh, like, the no standards not that great. So. Yeah. <laughs> if you did though, like, they're not good enough for you to roll around on the floor with. <laughs> Basically, yeah. The standard's not that great, Swainer, to chin anyone yet. <laughs> there used to be, I'll tell you that, there used to be a comedians versus um, critics a football match in Edinburgh. They stopped it. But I remember playing oh. in one of the last ones and it got so spicy, man. Tom Rosenthal yeah. went two-footed in on a reviewer from Fest. Because <laughs> of his like, one star. Just properly ironed him out. And they were screaming. <laughs> we, I was, I was, I'd been subbed off at that point, and I was at the side of the pitch, just going, "Fucking do him!" So, <laughs> just loving it, man. It that's so hilarious. But then it yeah, stopped. Yeah, that's not yeah. a good idea. That's like, yeah, that people would just be wanting to fucking chop them left, right, yeah, centre. Yeah. It was getting, it got dirty. But um, I wish I did play football. It's good for cardio, isn't it? It's just really good for yes. you to do. If you play once a week in a proper game, it's like, oh, it's yeah, it's, it's great when you're winning. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's um, yeah, it's proper. Like, if you haven't played in ages, it's so tiring because you forget. It's not like yeah. it's not like going for a jog or something. It's such yeah. a stop start, and it's yeah, you've got to be proper yeah. fit to do it. My primary school yeah. team was like the best in the whole borough. Like, we were just elite, man. I played in goal once for them, and the ball didn't even. I had a Lacoste white tracksuit on. I had to stand in. 
But nobody, like the ball didn't even come near me. That's how good they were. Like they went on to play professionally, a couple of them. Yeah, good story. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I'm bragging about my football team. I didn't even play in them. <laughs> I was thinking he was going to say, yeah, like one of them ended yeah. up being Trevor Sinclair or something like that. But No, one of them, uh, Jermaine Wright, went on to play for Millwall and Bolton, I think. Um, Jermaine Wright? Yeah. No, never heard of him. I had um, my old, my best friend when I was a very young kid. He was my next door neighbour. Um, he went on to play for a bunch of teams. No, Reading. He played for Reading for a number of years. His name is Jay Tab. But he um, now my other mate jockey. Wayne Burnett, my my mate's brother-in-law. He he played for England under twenty ones. He scored the goal in Wembley, like the final goal. But he he managed Dagenham and Redbridge for a while. Actually, that's near really? you, isn't it? Yeah, not too far back. 15, yeah, I went minutes. to a match there once. That was a nice little ground. It's like a little tiny yeah. ground, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. Who owns that now is the old um, Everton keeper, Tim Howard. Does he? He owns that consult with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. But, uh, there's a lot, quite a lot of good there's quite a lot of good players that have come from um that I've sort of played against, uh played played with growing up. Probably the best one was uh uh, you know, plays for Newcastle, John Joe Shelby. Yeah, yeah, Shelby's good. Well, yeah. Shelby's a naturally brilliant footballer, oh, brilliant. but he's Fantastic. not got a good. He's he is he's like he's like you were in your playing days. He didn't have the yeah. head for it. He, but he's a, he could. Oh yeah, if he had the right temperament, he'd be in England team all day well, long. He's, but, he's uh, made he's, he's made England appearances, hasn't he? He's, he yeah, got, but I just he never. He should play for more, really. But he used to be a year below me, and I remember he used to play for the district, and um, a couple of my mates used to play for him. And he was just even like even playing a year above. He was just fucking head and shoulders above everyone, really. We just, just you always, that's what you that's that's the difference, isn't it? You hear these stories about the top top players, and all the stories yeah. is that you know when they started playing for a team, they were playing for the under 11s, and they played with the under yeah. 15s or something, and they just skinned everyone up. And it's like you can just tell the ones that are going to be. Well, well he, he's made his debut for Charlton at like 16 or something mad, and you think at 16 he's still a kid, really. Yeah, still yeah, tra- yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Where's Julian gone? Oh, Julian. Did you, where did you go, Julian? I just went to the uh, gym. shop. <laughs> to the shop. Julian's prone to just nipping off for a little bit of admin. I can still, the, I can still hear, though. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. When you disappeared. When did you, you disappear during Sh- the Sean one briefly as well, didn't you? When you Did one. I? Yeah, mate. You've got to get that in the Nick started. Dixon one. I did the proper magic trick one, didn't that I? That was, yeah. Um, but how's your because your internet? How is your internet? Well, because you're out in sort of deep, deep, dark Essex, aren't you, Josh? Yeah, yeah, what? that's all right here. Um, it's not so bad. What part but, of Essex? Uh, yes. I live in I live in Ongar now. Are you um, are in Ongar? Because I've done I did your I did a gig in Ongar, obviously. Yeah, for you last and, week. Um, yeah, my, when what, we moved you, out. I'm so I'm obviously from Brentwood and uh, my missus is from Epping, and so Ep- Ongar's sort of halfway in between, you know. Because I've never been to Ongar until last Sunday. I didn't know, you know, it's one of them places where it's, I was driving into it and like so I was like I had no idea what it would be, and suddenly I started seeing on the way in like some of the biggest houses along these country mm. roads. Yeah, who lives in those houses? Well, you get a lot of like, I mean, big one. You get a lot of like, sort of like stockbrokers and. Oh, is fucking, that what it is? 
Yeah, that sort of thing. Quite a few footballers live around here because you're not too far from Spurs and West Ham training ground. Oh, um, right. So, yeah, you get a lot of that sort of stuff. And we get a lot of black cabbies driving around, uh, living around here because to get in, so you can get to Stratford in about 15, 20 minutes. I think I did a bit. I, mean? I sort of riffed a bit about that when you when you go to some parts of Essex and you just every house has got a black cab outside. Yeah, massive yeah, houses, so. and all of them just bought there about twenty five years ago. They just put like a five bedroom house for sixty grand, and now yeah. it turns out to be like an amazing <laughs> commuter town. Everyone in the city wants to live there, so they basically just bought a mansion <laughs> just because they did it at the right time. Yeah, that's the dream, isn't it? That's the dream. I know. Um, um, the dream is dead in London, mate. Ain't happening. Yeah, I've always sort of debated whether I. The thing is, we're so close to the, um, where I've sort of grown up. We're sort of like at the end of a like, train line, you know, like at the end I mean, of the central line or whatever. Yeah. But you are still always sort of You're not on. When I get a bit older, should I move into London if I'm working there? But it's, it's... like, well, you, you know, well, what's the point? Because all your family and friends are around here. And, you know, like, for example, if you get on at Brentwood, you, you can get to Liverpool Street in 20 minutes, which is nothing, is it, really? I know. It's, it's oh, yeah no I agree I just um it's that thing of I, when I drove to the Orkney last week I was like wait I did I didn't even I, I went on Google Maps to see if I could get a train there and it just went yeah no no oh, chance no you no. can't mate <laughs> just you no, know just no sort yourself out that's like, I mean, Google Maps like, just doesn't even have a go at it you know what I mean no buses are like once every fucking half hour that's the that, that blows that's mad mind. isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm that classic sort of Londoner where. You know, I'll get. I walk down onto the tube platform, and the next tube's in four minutes. I'm like, what? Yeah. The fuck? I'm thinking of yeah, alternate routes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, I might as well fucking walk then, isn't it? It's yeah. like four minutes. There must be another way of getting there. Yeah. Um, but that is just that classic thing of London. You're too. We're too used to everything being very just too spoiled, isn't it? Easy. You know. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway. What are you doing, Julian? You're fiddling with wires. Is it making noise? Sorry. Of course it makes a noise. What are you doing this? Oh, <laughs> I wonder if it makes a noise. Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't doing that. It's just a wire that makes it. It made a weird... It's like, my OCD, Ooh. mate. Yep, I've got OCD. Have you... You haven't got any... Uh, not really. I haven't got proper <laughs> OCD. <laughs> He's got... Yeah, we've all got... We, Julian, I reckon, has got a series of mental problems. But I don't Layers. Layers. <laughs> Yeah, mate. It was Mental Health Awareness Day yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. I only knew that because of every single person's uh, Twitter post. I <laughs> know, oh, yeah. yeah. I know. That's it. I think, I think it's fair to say, like, obviously, everyone knows that like, if they've got mental health problems, like, they know the answer is to talk to someone. Do you know what I mean? I, I, think, we're a, I think we're at a point now where that is, we are aware. Yeah, yeah, that... but it's like, yeah, it's like, you've yeah. got a headache. Take I think the new message should knows. be keep it to yourself. But there is, <laughs> I think no. There's, I'm as somebody who has suffered from things in the past and to a level where you know I've I've been medicated in the past. I've I've done therapy. I've been through dark patches. I do think there is something to be said for now and again, sort of having a little bit of a coping period where you just go right. This is gonna. I'm gonna ride this out in a month. I've just yeah, got to just yeah. keep a lid on it. This, actually, this too shall pass. Yeah, sometimes, you know, I think there's an over-the-top rush to sort of share everything and, you know, especially to on To label yourself to get my, a medication. My, yeah, my personal opinion is it because, yeah, I've had the same sort of problems, Carl, to be honest, and quite recently. Um, but I think, you know, when I talk to like, 
when I see someone plast plast something on Facebook or whatever, like yeah. almost looking for sympathy, I think no, I think if he was really struggling, I don't know if you'd be doing that. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't be. Do you it's know also, what I mean? Like there's, yeah. there's ways of getting help. You talk to, you know, you should talk to people. There's, you know, you go to your GP or whatever. <laughs> get a coke and a know, brass, you know what I mean? Chin up, <laughs> chin up, King. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself down a strip club, tune up night. Down the chicken dippers, mate. Get down Morley's, mate. You know what I mean? They're passing it all over. I know. A lot of it's empty. I mean, a lot of it's sincere, I'm sure, but. There's a lot of emptiness in there around. Well, that's, it's that virtue. thing, right? And also, it sets the wrong example. There's young people coming, you know, growing up. Don't telling them that you know they they they're going to learn that sharing when you've got a men, mental health issues is posting it on social media, which that's not the. That's, that's not the, yeah. That's, that's not, not it. Like, you need I mean, to there talk is a to lot of help out there as well. Mind are great. You could ring Mind up. Yeah. And just get some fucking counselling, man. Or like. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I know, but well, yeah, but people should be sort of pushing for the NHS to get more funding for, you know, because I know therapy can take a while if you're in the waiting, sort of on a waiting list to yeah, get it yeah, through yeah. GPs. But like that's, that needs to be sorted. But I don't it. think, I don't think putting, you know, a long winded Facebook post when you're feeling a bit depressed actually is particularly sharing because all you're doing then feeding that system where loads, no, of, people I, I, no. loads of people press like and go oh well, it be, here's a virtual hug or something and, and it's, that's it's not a, it's like really fake, helping you it's a yeah. fake version of communication it's like a plaster on a bullet wound if you exactly. really are suffering with it yeah yeah so that's little short-term attention thing. yeah and also but sometimes if it you know i do think people need to have the confidence in themselves that if you're feeling a bit down just stop and have a look around at your life and if your job's shit and you hate it that's probably take my the... number out of your phone. <laughs> if, <you're... laughs> if your relationship's going through problems, or there's sometimes that if you're just feeling a bit down, if you look around, there's probably a very obvious reason. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're anxious for a reason, then that's the normal emotion. If you're that... sad, yeah. if your granddad just died and you're down, that's normal. That you're yeah. healthy, that's a healthy emotion. Exactly. It's weird if you didn't give a shit. Well, that's what I need. Mean. Sometimes anxiety is telling you to sort something out rather yeah. than telling you you've got a, a, a health issue. So I think, you know, it's that thing of, I don't know, I do think the, the conversation started and it was nice, like, whatever, 10, 15 years ago when people started saying we need to talk more about mental yeah. health. But actually, I feel like it's almost gone so far now that we're just talking about it and no one's actually doing anything about it which is i split up with my girlfriend when i was like 21 or something and i was like gutted and um the doctor offered me some tablets for it yeah i was like, I was like no i mean i didn't take them so like, i mean i was smoking heavy weed around that time. <laughs> no man i'm gonna ride this through normally i was an alcoholic doing fucking <laughs> i'm gonna hit the bowl like a fucking weekend. normal man <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's like if some if you got you got to feel like if you're going through something grief or whatever, you have to feel that guttedness to well, get through. You've got to deal it. with it to get to the it's other like, to, to let it go. You've got to have worked. It's through. like that children's book, the bear hunt. Um, like you can't go around it. You've got to go through it. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they keep coming up Not to ready. like a lake. They can't go around it. They got to go through it. They keep coming up to these obstacles, and it's um, I use that as like my bible. That book. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
That's my holy Quran. <laughs> That's your reading level, is what it is, mate. <laughs> your reading age of seven. I'll do the audio book. Um, I've not. I've never heard it. I'll get it for uh, my. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. I think a lot of these kids' books are are, are incredible, like the metaf metaphors for life. Especially that one really stood out to me, but. Also, like the Wizard of Oz, like there's no place like home. Like she's chasing this thing, and really, it's at her feet. It's in the present moment the whole time. It's quite a spiritual story, really. That's the way I interpret it. Then <laughs> I put Pornhub on. I've, ne <laughs> I've never heard this side. I've never seen. I've never. We've never. There's had no your, place like home. Like the on. present moment is where the answers are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Amen. Yeah. Praise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I went into a lovely church last week. I'm uh, I'm a big fan of churches, even though I'm you know sort of Are a you religious. Catholic. No, well, I was raised by in you know in, in my mum's a proper Catholic. Uh, my dad was he, he was somebody who just They're Irish, showed his face, yeah, and um, yeah. and went to all Catholic schools, but I never really believed it. I liked I do like it. I like sort of the ceremony of mass and. I'll go. Oh, if I'm if I'm walking and I see a nice church, I'll pop in and sit down for five minutes. And I sort of love the buildings, but and how it you know when you go in, you definitely just have a sense of calmness to it. And it's yeah, I love but, a church, man. But yeah, I don't really believe any of peaceful. It. it definitely is peaceful. If you've got, a, it's yeah. good to go in a church. The mass is fucking boring. I was raised Catholic. <laughs> I, well, Catholic. I just I just try want... and swerve everyone in the church, other people. Like I don't really want to engage. No, it's quite personal. Just sitting there chilling out, you know. What I mean, I mean rolling and joint, <laughs> <laughs> listening to a podcast, <laughs> watching Netflix on the back pew. <laughs> What's the Wi-Fi cold, father? Did you see? Sorry, it went round online yesterday. There was a video of somebody going into like a, a sort of B and Q or like a supermarket or something, and at the front they've got the hand sanitizers, and somebody, some some guy, just got caught on CCTV, put his hand under hand sanitizer, and then did the sign of the cross and bowed and walked into the shop. <laughs> hand sanitizer, <laughs> holy hand sanitizer. Because they haven't got um, holy water in churches at the minute because of COVID. They didn't. Uh, I went, I don't know. No, it said sign up saying no holy water. Um, yeah. It's a shame. I like the, I like going in and having a little dip. Oh, what is holy water? Is it just fucking tap water? It is tap water. It's just, just it's, any any water that the it doesn't the priest bless it. Is that is, yeah, is that yeah, the deal? It's, it's blessed water. He blesses it with his bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that if you just walked into the fucking church one time and you saw Father Andrew just dipping his nutsack. <laughs> Um, I've, got a, I've got a bottle of, water, a bottle of water my mate brought back from Mecca um, on the Hajj you know when sort of Muslims go over for, for the Hajj and like so he, he's, he must be a Muslim then to get in Mecca is he no he's, he's not actually I think he got it off a mate um, it could just be a bottle of Evie actually I've just realised <laughs> he just bought it a duty free <laughs> well, I didn't just, know what the um, tastes like piss the, weirdly I didn't know what uh the, the the like Mecca was and that until like well recently to be honest and um so you ended up there <laughs> well no because I, I I remember like there used to be this um this uh, like shop that like cooking shop used to go to called Mecca Hut yeah Mecca Hut it was called and then when I like was like oh that's called Mecca I was like oh that's the same as like the chip shop 
and then <laughs> why are they all playing no, to no, a chip no, shot? The chip shot taking it from them, it's not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I reckon it was probably they did probably name it after Mecca. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Mecca yeah. Bingo, in it. It's a big. I've never understood team. that how that was why that was named Mecca Bingo. Mm. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, seems a bit. You know, I'd say it wouldn't. Now it'd be quite insensitive. Cultural appropriation. Well, because like it is ultimately gambling, isn't it? Bingo. It's a low-level sort of gambling sport. So to name it after the yeah, holy land of Islam seems a bit, come like a bit rich, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Non-Muslims aren't allowed in in Mecca, are they? What, um, Mecca bingo. I don't Mecca know. bingo. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what the rules are. Yeah, you're not allowed in there unless you're a Muslim. I don't think, anyway. Did it, but I've always wondered. You've got to scale when, the wall when there's religious things like that. When they say you're not allowed to partake if you're not part of the religion, like how? What's the? How do they check? Like you don't get a certificate when you sign they up for religion. They just ask you, innit? I don't know. <laughs> that, maybe you could just blag it, yeah. But I don't know. Because, like, you know, if, if you go to a Catholic mass and go up for communion or something, they don't they don't sort of ask you a secret question yeah. before giving it to you. They just put the bread in no, you just, Yeah, you just got to get away Maybe bit. that's the loose rules and, like, they don't check. I don't know how they could possibly check. I suppose it's probably... A little quiz. It does somewhat... Hello, mate. Buzzy hell. I thought that was a siren then. Like no, a... <laughs> it's it's not like on, a, on a Kawasaki ninja. Oh. Byron, oh, well. Wilsdon's at war suddenly. <laughs> we have had a bit of um, police action around here the last couple of days. Where um, do you live, Carl? Harlesden. Oh, yeah, you told me that. It's northwest. Northwest London. It's nice. It's, yeah. it's good, but yeah, it's still good. It's a bit spicy from time to time. Um, you get a bit <laughs> of, my neighbours upstairs. A bit got, fruity. They, they, um, my neighbours upstairs is a thing, right? We've sort of got to wrap it up in a minute, but my neighbours upstairs told my neighbour who lives upstairs, Stuart, they told him that they got robbed last week. They got burgled, right? It's an upstairs flat, and I don't know if I believe them. I think they might. I think they might be up to something. What insurance what's, job? What something? No, yeah. just like I don't know. It could be one of them left the door open, pissed, and now they're trying to cover their tracks because like someone just walked in and took some shit. Like you know, I just think it'd be mm. a very hard house to get into. Like they they reckon somebody picked both locks downstairs and then second door to get into the flat. Picking locks is not an easy thing. It's is not it? an easy it thing. Takes, man. And would they not? They would surely go for the flat which they come across first. Downstairs, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Is, Why would they go all the way up? Pop a window, in it. And also, not to but like you know, if you looked at the flats from out front, there you there you wouldn't pick theirs as the one to go and burgle, man. The windows, it looks a bit. The curtains are a bit gross. Nick a dirty nappy out of that yard. <laughs> yeah, just, I just I don't know. I feel like it's weird when you sort of think someone's up to something, but I don't know what it is. I need to do some investigations. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't have to do any of that stuff. I can just get on. With it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't have to invest. You don't really need answers. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't affect me in any way. But I suppose it does because what I'm saying is. He, my neighbour was like, just so you know, they got burgled upstairs, so we need to make sure we keep everything locked. And in my head, I was like, I've been here for years, man. No one's ever tried to get into any of the flats around here, you know, sort of. If you're, if you're flats from, are so hard to rob. 
But also, if you're from Harlesden and you're a burglar, it's quite a rough area. You know, it's a working class area. Why just if you walk five minutes that way, you get into Kensal, and that is rich people and rob their houses, isn't it? It's a five minute walk. I just think I think that's what they do a lot of the time, don't they? Go yeah, exactly. to nice areas. And... So, like you know, I just think you don't shit where you eat. You know, so I just think. Um, yeah, I just don't I, don't know. I don't believe them, mate. I think there's, I think there's something going on. Um, if anyone's lying. experienced anything like this, and uh, get in touch if you've experienced a lying <laughs> about a bird already. <coughs> sure, on our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash two vegan idiots. Um, we should wrap it up now. I've just seen that we've been chatting for ages, um, and it just flew by, didn't it, guys? Yeah. And um, what do we need to do, Julian? We don't need to say anything, do we? Patrons, thanks to our patrons. Yeah, we're on Patreon two vegan idiots dot no, what is it? Patreon.com slash two vegan idiots sign yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um and Josh, people can find you. You're on Instagram, you do funny videos on Instagram. Or don't sign up, you know, there's Yeah. Yeah. I do What's your funny, Instagram, yeah. Josh? At Jamesy Josh. At Jamesy Josh. At you're good, you're, James good, you're good on you're like you're quite um, prolific on there as well. You do a lot of like Yeah, I've like been that. doing quite a lot. Um and uh, and um, on Facebook, Josh James Comedy. Put yeah. the videos up on there as well. But oh, Instagram's cool. where it's at. <laughs> Instagram is where it's at. I just yeah. got, I, I don't know. I got verified recently out without being asked. I just noticed the oh, really? on my thing one day. That's cool. It doesn't make any sense. Like, cause I've never, I've not got many followers. I've, I've, like, I've not, yeah, it just, it just happened. But like, I think it's based on, it doesn't really matter on followers. I think it's more based on what sort of like credible news sources you're like. Really? You know, pops up and stuff like that. Yeah. I know people with over a hundred thousand that applied to get verified. He actually paid of someone who gets people verified, and he still couldn't. <laughs> over a really hundred thousand followers. Gutted. <laughs> it's gutting, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't think. What, I don't know what the benefits are. Basically, I can now just do swipe up links and shit on my stories. But I, I don't, don't really know. Look more legit, I suppose. I suppose. Got a blue tick in it. You can slip into DMs a bit more legit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never got one on Twitter, but I've never asked for one on Twitter. But I sort of sometimes think maybe I should get one of them. I don't know why. Again, I don't know what the benefits mm. are. I think you can just then. I'm not on Twitter. Twitter's just a fucking cesspool, isn't it? Oh, mate. it's it's. Do you know what? It, it gets worse every day, but then... Every day I have to block more or mute more people and more things to make it sort of enjoyable. Because it's fu- the thing with Twitter I find is you do see some funny stuff on there. There are some really funny accounts I yeah, follow yeah. that do funny jokes and videos and things and everything. But like, it's getting harder and harder to cut out all the shitty noise. You've got to detach from it a bit, haven't you, and not get Definitely. pulled into the drama-rama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's wrap it up and we'll be back next time with a new guest. Um, but thanks to Josh for joining us. People should go and see thanks you if you're doing stand up. Um, if you do any gigs down your way, they should go there if they're in the area. That's, yeah. that's all that need, we need to say. Um, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Keep feeling- <laughs>